Beloved, will you turn in your Bibles to the Gospel according to Matthew, the 26th chapter. I do hope that those of you who can will be able to hear the service tonight, because I am going to speak on this all-important subject relative to this new confession on at risk to national security. I wished I could speak to every member of the American Legion tonight. I wished I could speak to every man who's a veteran who served in any of the armed engagements or the wars of our country. I, I must speak on this subject tonight. And we invite all of you to come, if you can't, to be able to tune in, please. Verse 26, chapter 26. And they, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it, and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Now I thought that today in view of the tremendously historic moment that we've come to, this is the first communion service in our church since this larger catechism has been completely eliminated. And it's the longest document of the standards of our faith, the larger catechism. And it's the first communion service. These United Presbyterians are going to be holding communion all over the country today under a new creed. And the larger catechism is gone. It's no longer part of their organization or constitution. It's just gone. And, beloved, it's the larger catechism that spells out these precious details about all these matters. And this matter of the communion is spelled out in the larger catechism. So I want to read you. I'm going to read this to you. What is the Lord's Supper? Question 168. The Lord's Supper is a sacrament of the New Testament wherein by giving and receiving bread and wine according to the appointment of Jesus Christ his death is showed forth. And they that worthily communicate feed upon his body and blood to their spiritual nourishment and growth in grace have their union and communion with him confirmed. Testify and renew their thankfulness and engagements to God and their mutual love and fellowship each with other as members of the same mystical body. Question 169. How hath Christ appointed bread and wine to be given and received in the sacrament of the Lord's Supper? Answer. Christ hath appointed the ministers of his word in the administration of this sacrament of the Lord's Supper 
to set apart the bread and wine from common use by the word of institution. Reading, you see what Christ said. Thanksgiving and prayer to take and break the bread and to give both the bread and the wine to the communicants who are by the same appointment to take and eat the bread and to drink of the wine in thankful remembrance of the body of Christ, that the body of Christ was broken and given and his blood shed for them. Question 107. How do they that worthy, worthily communicate in the Lord's Supper feed on the body and the blood of Christ thereof? Now, this is what you and I are going to do right now. We're getting ready to do it. Now, how are we doing? As the body and blood of Christ are not corporately or carnally present in, with, or under the bread and wine of the Lord's Supper, and yet are spiritually present to the faith of the receiver, no less truly and really than the elements themselves are for their outward senses. So they that worthily communicate in the sacrament of the Lord's Supper do therein feed upon the, bud, the body and the blood of Christ not after a corporal or carnal sense, but in a spiritual manner, yet truly and really, which by faith they receive and apply unto themselves Christ crucified and all the benefits of his death. Beloved, Jesus is here. The Lord's in there. He's here. That's the way we do it. Question one hundred and. 71. How are they that receive the sacrament of the Lord's Supper to prepare themselves before they come unto it? Answer. They that receive the sacrament of the Lord's Supper are, before they come, to prepare themselves unto by examining themselves of their being in Christ of their sins and wants, of the truth and measure of their knowledge, faith, repentance, love to God and the brethren, charity to all men, forgiving those that have done them wrong, of their desires after Christ, and of their new obedience, and by renewing the exercise of these graces by serious meditation and fervent prayer. Dr. Nick Lee, who is a member of our church and who came from South Africa, came with me this morning to the service, and he said to me in passing, he says, you know, he says, I almost thought maybe I shouldn't come. He says, down in South Africa, in our church, we prepare for the communion by an entire week in advance of it. We take a Friday night, and some of us don't even take that. Now look at the next question. 
May a man who doubteth of his being in Christ or of his due preparation come to the Lord's Supper. Here's a man, he professes Christ, but he doesn't have the assurance of his salvation. And he says, I'm just not good enough. I'm not going to go. I'm just not going to go. There's some people that have never come to a communion in their life because they say, I'm not worthy. Now look at this answer. One who doubteth of his being in Christ or of his due preparation to the sacrament of the Lord's Supper may have true interest in Christ, though he be not yet assured thereof. And in God's account hath it, if he be duly affected with the apprehensions of the want of it, an unfeigned desire to be found in Christ and to depart from iniquity, in which case, because promises are made and this sacrament is, a, is appointed for the relief even of weak and doubting Christians, he is to bewail his unbelief and labor to have his doubts resolved, and in so doing he may and ought to come to the Lord's Supper that he may be further strengthened. Ah, oh, that's precious, beloved. Fits a lot of us. Question 173. May any who profess the faith and desire to come to the Lord's Supper be kept from it? Answer. Such as are found to be ignorant or scandalous, notwithstanding their profession of faith and desire to come to the Lord's Supper, may and ought to be kept from that sacrament by the power which Christ hath left in his church until they receive instruction and manifest their reformation. People can be suspended from the communion, you see. Question 174. What is required of them that receive the sacrament of the Lord's Supper in the time of the administration of it? Now we're going to administer it here. What's required of us? This larger catechism spells all these things out for us in such simplicity, such a beautiful thing. And that the old church has wiped the whole thing out. It's all gone. Completely gone now. Not even a part of their book of confession. Answer. It is required of them that receive the sacrament of the Lord's Supper that during the time of the administration of it, with all holy reverence and attention, they wait upon God in that ordinance. Diligently observe the sacramental elements and actions, heedfully discern the Lord's body and affectionately meditate on his death and sufferings. That's what we're supposed to do right now. And thereby stir up themselves to a vigorous exercise of their graces in judging themselves, in sorrowing for their sin, in earnest hungering and thirsting after Christ, feeding on him by faith and receiving of his fullness, trusting in his merits, rejoicing in his love, giving thanks for his grace, in renewing of their covenant with God and love to all the saints. Now, there's a lot of... I'm going to read these next two questions. Let's read them while I'll have it all before you. 
What is the duty of Christians after they have received the sacrament of the Lord's Supper? After you're finished here and going out, what's your duty then? Answer. The duty of Christians after they have received the sacrament of the Lord's Supper is seriously to consider how they have behaved themselves therein and with what success. If they find quickening and comfort to bless God for it, beg the continuance of it, watch against relapses, fulfill their vows, and encourage themselves to a frequent attendance on that ordinance. But if they find no personal benefit, more exactly to review their preparation to and carriage at the sacrament, in both which, if they can approve themselves to God and their own conscience, they are to wait for the fruit of it in due time. But if they see that they have failed in either, they are to be humble and to attend upon it afterwards with more care and diligence. Wherein do the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper agree? Answer. The sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper agree in that the author of both is God. The spiritual part of both is Christ and his benefits. Both are seals of the same covenant, are to be dispensed by ministers of the gospel and by none other, and to be continued in the church of Christ until, listen, his second coming. Question 177, this is 10 questions I've read you. Wherein do the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper differ? Answer. The sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper differ in that baptism is to be administered but once, but once with water to be a sign and seal of our regeneration and in grafting into Christ. Whereas the Lord's Supper is to be administered often in the elements of bread and wine to represent and exhibit Christ as spiritual nourishment to the soul and to confirm our continuance and growth in him and that only to such as are of years and ability to discern or to examine themselves. Now, beloved, there are ten questions. The larger catechism spell all this out. And in this new church that's gone on down its road, all that's gone away. They'll just get all sorts of things now. You'll never see the light of what's going to build up and what's going to come in. But here's a church, and you're a part of it, that believes that Jesus Christ is in this sacrament. He appointed it. And we believe that this bread remains bread when we pray over it, and this cup remains the cup when we pray over it. But by Christ's solemn appointment and by the faith that's in your heart, that when you attend and you feed on it, and by faith you look to Christ, he is present and he dwells in it, and out of this will come blessing to your soul. And you will go from here determined that you're going to be a better servant of Christ and a more faithful Christian in these last days. And that's what it ought to be today. 
Beloved, we are a confessional church. We confess the truth. And beloved, it's this truth and only this truth which can bless your soul. It's only this that can bring you to God. It's only this that can give you that communion with the Father who gave his Son, and that Son gave himself for me. And Paul says, he loved me. He loved me. And he gave himself for me. Let's attend unto the good doctrine. Now may we come to the communion together and let's sing that hymn, Break Thou the Bread of Life, Dear Lord, to me. God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, who was conceived of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now let us pray together as we set apart these elements.
Our Father, we thank thee for the glorious truth that has just been in our ears, ringing in our hearts. And we thank thee that Jesus Christ is here, as he promised. And may we lay aside these elements from their common use, as he did. Sanctify them now for this holy purpose, in accordance with his word. Amen. And now, as I've just instructed you, the children and the boys and girls that are not communicant members of the church are not to take this communion until they actually are members of the church. But all of you who are truly sorry for your sins, and even though you may not be members of this church, but if you're truly a child of God and come in accordance with the truth of the word, you are welcome to be with us. Wasn't that precious to read that from the confession? Even some who have doubts. Some who don't have the full assurance of their faith, and there are many that way, though many of us have it. The Lord wants you to come to you. He wants us all to come, because he is the author of our faith. And this sacrament will strengthen our faith by his grace. Now the Lord Jesus, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples. the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. 
The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do that. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord Ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his host, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. I remembered God and was troubled. The way of the Lord is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art the God that doeth wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among all the people. Thou hast with thine arm redeemed thy people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw thee, O Lord, the waters saw thee, they were afraid, and the depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water, the skies sent out a sound, thine arrows also went abroad. The voice of thy thunder was in the heaven, and the lightnings lightened the world, the earth trembled and shook. Thy way is in the sea, and thy path in the great waters. 
and thy footsteps are not known. Thou leadest thy people like a flock. By the hand of Moses and Aaron, thou didst lead them. Has anyone been overlooked in the passing of the bread? And our Savior said, This bread is my body which is broken for you. Take and eat. Our Savior also took the cup, and after he had supped, he gave it to his disciples.
believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall go up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken, and he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death. Because he hath done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, he hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressor. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen 
upon thee. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty unto the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that were bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. For as the new heaven and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, saith the Lord, so shall your seed and your name remain. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to as many as believed on his name. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away, saith the Lord. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also.
overlooked in the passing of the cup. And our Savior said, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Drink ye all of it. Father and our God, we need thee. Oh, I need thee. We thank thee that thy grace is sufficient. And as we move along life's pathway, journeying toward that holy city, that new Jerusalem, we thank thee that in these latter days thou hast given us Jesus Christ. We know that he's been here in our hearts. Now may we go forth to not be ashamed of his name. Lord, enable us to get our testimony before men. Enable us to lift up the banner that thou hast put in our hands. Enable us, our Father, to see sinners say, May thy people leave the apostasy. May they separate from these churches that are bound down in this sin today. Bring them out, Lord. Bring them out. Use us now in these next few days and next few weeks for Christ's sake. Amen. Now we read that before they went out, they sang a hymn together. Let's just sing the first verse of Just As I Am. We all know it without one plea, and then we'll stand for the usual when the roll is called up yonder. 